Hello, episode 51. We're back. We've beaten the big 5-0 and we're on to 5-1. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining everywhere in the world. Um, and if you're a new listener, and I know I've got a few in, in uh, new corners of the globe, then welcome. Please subscribe and please continue to listen and jump on the ride. So today is going to be a little bit more brief, as some of my solo episodes are. We'll have the normal recommendations. Um, I'm going to talk about a slight retrospective on the year, on some of the favourite moments, some of the good and the bad, and the ugly. Uh, Talking of which, while I think about it, I'm going to be playing an ugly sister. For those who listen regularly, you know that I'm going to be appearing in pantomime. Pantomime on in Portsmouth on the south coast in a theatre called the Groundlings Theatre and their website is groundlings.co.uk where you can go and purchase tickets. There will be tickets available. There are tickets available right now. Um, And the show runs from the 1st of December to the 6th of January, not including Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Uh, Yes, no, Christmas Day is definitely off. Boxing Day, we're on. Christmas Day and New Year's Day are our two days where we won't be around. Um, So, uh, there's plenty of other shows in the meantime. Somebody gave me a quote of the number the other day of how many shows it was, and it's a lot. It's more than the podcast, shall we say. So there's a lot ahead, but it's fun. It's going to be fun. Um, So if you happen to be passing through that part of the world, or you fancy travelling to that part of the world, or that's where your family are and you spend Christmas in that area, come and say hello, because it's going to be interactive meet and greet after the show as well. So you'll get to meet me in full gear. Um, So if you happen to be around, do come, say hi, and we'll have a sherry afterwards. And as you know, regular listeners, this has been a very busy time, Um, and I am down one guest um, due to problems, and so I'm doing my retrospective a bit early this year. Um, The other reason being, because I'm going to be away, so I'm not going to be at my home studio, Um, and uh, my husband will be doing some minor editing for me whilst I'm away, because I will be sending back uh, live live on the street, roving reporter on the street podcasts for you to listen to from uh, where I'm going to be, and more on that as it happens. Um, so uh, anyway, finally, don't forget, subscribe and give me all your stars. So yes, retrospective of this year has been, as you know, if you listen, has been an incredibly, it's been an amazing year. In many, 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 many ways. Um, I got married. That was wonderful. And one of the best days I've ever had. And probably ever will have. uh, With all of my favourite people in the world in one room. It was wonderful. And I still have to thank everyone for that. Um, There was, sadly, my mum passing away. Which was, you know, is, uh, is one thing that... Grief is a strange thing, and I've talked a lot about it, but it's okay to talk about it. And that's another thing I've been trying to encourage people to do. And I have had a couple of listeners who have uh, contacted me, and we've chatted. And um, one I may chat to further, who's kind of shown an interest in perhaps talking to me live on this very podcast about... um, about those issues, about the issues of grief. Anyway, so that was that was a, a kind of tough. It was a week where it was a week. The week that was was the week that uh, on a, on a Wednesday I buried my mum, 
and on a Saturday I got married. It was the strangest week ever, but to say it ended being one of the best days of the of the year of my life. So I'm grateful for that. Swings and roundabouts, as they say. Um, I've had a lot of fun doing uh, the various bits of voice work I've done this year, and that's been great to have that starting to grow. Um, I have been very excited to be involved in Lily in the Guest House Window, which previous listeners will know from two or three podcasts ago. I was talking to the writer and the director of that, and I've been involved in that, and that's been something that I'm excited about the future for. Um, this is just all the personal stuff, really, just getting that out of the way. Um, and I think kind of putting the old mindfulness thing into practice this year and learning a bit more about that and and what I'm going to do with that and how I might use that utilize that in future um that's been that's been really interesting one of the other most amazing things about this year was well was discovering Bordeaux properly for the first time and I probably raved about this on other podcasts but just having a well it was our honeymoon and just having time to genuinely stop take stock of life and just be in the sun that was kind of the beginning of summer and sunshine for us and it's it was a wonderful beginning and I can't wait to go back to Bordeaux and spend more time um, and discovering wines we still have wines locked away um, from Bordeaux that we're saving for a, a rainy day there's lots of rainy days at the moment I'm not doing weather this week. We're not going to talk about the weather. Um, the clocks have changed, and so the evenings are rolling in darker, as I think I mentioned last week. So that does have its effect on me. But um, I've, I'm busy, so uh, I'm too busy to get too down about dark evenings. Um, I have lots of New Year's resolutions ready in the bag, um, and they're all to do with being younger, fitter, funnier, um, etc., uh, and more mindful. Um, but we'll reveal those in January, it seems ever so early. Um, I did record my Christmas episode early last year, um, because I was going to be away on two different jobs. Um, this year is, is, there's not going to be a Christmas episode as such, there's going to be Christmas themed episodes with, 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 with Christmas people, shall we say. Um, but other than that, uh, you may not have quite such a Yuletide episode as I did last year. Please go back and listen to that one um, if you feel you would like to have a real Christmas experience because it has... I've got even, I stuck Christmas music on that and everything. I'm not going to do that this year because I'm going to be so in the depths of doing Christmas performances that uh, I, 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 won't, I won't want to rub my own face in Christmas too much, as they say. As they don't say, I'm saying anyway. Goodness, waffling and digressing. Other things about this year, um, <laughs> the, 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 the never-ending, never-beginning Brexit has just been uh, hanging over us, and it looks like it be, could be hanging a lot longer. Um, we need another referendum. That's clear. Um, but that's been such a major part of well, that's been a major part of the last two years now. But um, it's it does feel like that has been looming over us the whole time. And I have my concerns about coming in and out of Europe and just general 
foreign travel and work travel and then uh, my husband husband's status as an American and there's a lot to think about. So actually that's been something that I've tried to fight against and I've spent a lot of time trying not to watch too much news because sometimes you're bombarded by it. For instance, this morning, uh, a newspaper that shall remain nameless that I have and I should just find a way to delete on my phone gives me breaking headlines every morning and it's always bad news. I don't think I've seen any good news apart from perhaps football this year. It's just doom and gloom. Today's headline was about trains failing and how December and January in the UK uh, they're going to be strikes, power outs, um, the weather's going to affect everything and that it's all going to grind to a halt. Um, which when you're about to be doing lots of travelling yourself and expecting other people to be doing a bit of travelling to see you, that isn't great news first thing in the morning and it was pouring with rain outside and you just go, well, it is sometimes better just to avoid the news. And every time I see Donald Trump making either A, an idiot of himself, B, saying the most outrageously racist, homophobic, body-shaming, embarrassing, vindictive comment, another reason to not go back to the news. Um, and... I know, it's just, uh, then you have to turn off Twitter as well, don't you, really? That's the other thing, because then there's there's a lot on there. And, of course, we don't want to ignore it completely, but sometimes it just, there are days when I think it's probably quite healthy to shut down from the news. We shouldn't ignore it. We should pay attention, because that would be the danger if we just all ignored it and it let it happen. It would just keep getting worse. So, no, it's not ignore it, but it is just finding points in a week or a day where you become less interactive with social media and 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 reports and news and just give your brain a break which is another thing I've been kind of working on this year is doing that and I'm sure lots of us have and have had to because the world is just a little bit strange at the moment and another thing that this year has brought on a slightly more positive is well it's not even positive it's just where where does one end up in life? And I don't mean what's the final, just as, as far as the next year. Um, as we are talking about possibly relocating outside of London. And there are moments where I am filled with just joy and happiness at the thought of being somewhere calmer and quieter than London. But when things are going well in London, the thought of leaving London also fills me with stomach-churning anxiety. So it's um, it's a strange kettle of fish. Um, that that is something to be resolved, hopefully within the next year. Um, again, let me know if you are having big moves in your life. If you're leaving somewhere to move to somewhere else or leaving one country to live in another or you're leaving the UK because you've had enough or you're leaving the US because you've had enough whatever your situations I really genuinely would like to hear so please 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 do contact me and uh, let's let's um, have a bit of banter as they say on the Twitter and on my website so uh, or just email me so uh, yeah I, I genuinely would like to hear your stories of 
of, of, of moving and how you survived, if you've survived, or how you're feeling about potentially upturning your life and going somewhere else. At the moment, it's all just pie in the sky and there's lots of ideas and we're looking at different towns and places in uh, throughout the UK. So uh, more on that as it develops. Now, of course, another thing I really need to talk about is the podcast itself and how difficult it can be to keep it alive when you have to do other things as well. And I've had quite a lot of other work and life stuff to deal with this year, as we've just said. Um, but it's that it, it's it's sometimes it's a test in itself. I want to keep getting the material out. I want to to be chatting to you every other week as it's now become and sometimes a little bit longer but just because of work um and I say and I do when it happens on other podcasts I get a bit lost when the podcast isn't there um so which is why I like to get some content out to you as often as I can um but yes it's uh, learning how to 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 make this into a bigger and possibly more profitable thing in life um and and I keep threatening to talk about Patreon and I'm going to I've got to set up some stuff on my website so you've got something to refer to so I'm going to hold off just a little bit longer um, and get it all on the website so you can get straight to the website when I'm talking about it and look at it as you're listening to me and know what exactly I'm talking about but but yes the podcast it's still such a passion for me and I I love it and I adore it and I'm so grateful to and I really enjoy talking to people around the world and as I say I am getting feedback and it's just so wonderful to hear that I am if something nothing else than a bit of uh, calm and uh, yeah, a, a friendly voice in all the craziness that's happening in the world I'm happy to be that person but I have to say and I'm going to do it now because I won't get a chance well I will get a chance but it might slip my mind but I want to thank the people who have been with me this year um Mama G Robert Pierce um the guys from Lily in the Guest House Window Greg and Stephen um Mr E McFarlane uh Dylan Costello Ian Hallard Patrick Wilde Tony Higgins again uh, Paul Norcross Singh. There's there's a slip. Freudian. Paul Norcross Singh, I said. His name is King, but he is a singer. He's a big opera singer. And so Paul Norcross King. Um, Matt Baum of the Sewers of Paris. Um, Eric Marcus from Making Gay History. Mr. Mark Farrelly, the wonderful actor. Um, and that's that's kind of that's everybody from this year. Um, but I really want to thank them for jumping on, being brave, being honest, being fun and uh, and and bringing in new listeners in some cases as well. So thank you, ladies, gentlemen and all the above. And just to be a little bit indulgent, I just want to thank my all my friends, family um, and uh, my sister in particular for being a great guest um, last year, but also uh, for being very supportive through uh, some of the tough times early this year. So I can do it. So I'm going to say thank you to people, which talking of people called Emma brings on me on to the first thing I want to recommend to you all to go out and get in some form or other. And it's a book. 
And the book is written by the lovely Emma Campbell, friend of mine from of many years. Um, and Emma's book can be bought all over the place from uh, one place I know off the top of my head in particular is mirrorbooks.co.uk. Um, but it's available in Waterstones um, and such and sundry. Um and all your usual outlets. But Emma's book is called All That Followed, um, a true story of triplets, friends, cancer, love, loss, laughter, and all that followed. Um, and it's uh, it's a great read. I mean, I read it as a friend, and even though I knew a lot of things, I didn't know the full story because a lot of stuff we haven't had the time to sit down and share, but quite a bit I, I did know. Um, and... It's incredibly moving and funny and infuriating. You get infuriated on her behalf. Um, and it's it's and she and she writes so well. Um, it's 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 I mean, the story itself is tough. Emma's been through two bouts of cancer is uh, receiving treatment at the moment and is doing very well um, and looks fabulous at the moment um, and she has all the normal stuff that we all go through to deal with day to day all the pains and problems she also has triplets and an older son and yeah just life to, to, to live and money to earn and the like um she's got a wonderful husband who she talks quite a lot about who she met through um a makeover show that came into her house to cheer her up but that's all in the book um but as i say it's a wonderful book um and you'll read it really quickly um i'm going to try and get emma on to talk about it though it's not strictly lgbtq themed Emma's been part of that world with me and years ago was um, in What's Wrong With Angry? What became the film Get Real. Um, and we talked to Patrick Wilde a few weeks ago. Um, that was his piece and Emma was part of that. Emma's been in, around in my life for years. I, I don't see her that much because she's been A, ill and dealing with that and B, she's got four kids. Um, and so we don't, see each other as often as you like. I did go to her book launch and I was feeling extremely proud of her. Um, and if you go to my Instagram, you can see uh, there are pictures of her that night looking marvellous, a vision in orange. Um, so anyway, that's definitely my book recommendation for the year. Go and do it. Um, for listeners abroad, uh, you'll be able to put it onto your Kindles and iPads for sure. Um but yes, go definitely, definitely, definitely go and discover that one. And you'll read it in a few days, if not one sitting. So then I'm going to move on to music. And I'm going to suggest album of the year. Now, I know recently I've fallen in love with the album Indigo by Candice Springs. Uh, lead single being Don't need the real thing but she's incredible and I'm definitely going to try and catch her live in the next year or so that is growing to be a favourite 
but there has been one complete standout album of the year and I'm still talking to people about it when I meet them especially if they are musical musically inclined musicians people in the world of music generally and the album is Geography by Tom Mish and it's just to the point that I I'm I'm, I'm doing this job that's taking me out of London and due to timing and pre- preparation for leaving, I'm not going to be able to... Tom Mish is playing in London, long story short, and I'm not going to be able to go. Um, he played at festivals over the summer, but I was, I was busy every time, and I'm so damn annoyed that I'm not going to get to see him live. He's a bit of a musical genius, in the Prince style of musical genius, um... He, I, I, I'm just a big, big fan. I can sit and watch YouTube videos of him forever because he's just wonderful. He's not bad looking either. Um, but his album, Geography, is for me an absolute, it's just classic track after classic track. Um, the song, two songs that stand out on the album, I think, as far as, as, uh, Shall we use the word bangers? Yes, let's use the word bangers. The bangers are. They're not bangers in the old stomping pop sense, but they, well, they kind of are. They're just funk funk bangers. A funk banger. My goodness, just tell us what it is. So the songs that I would say from Geography, go and listen to the whole album. When you've got some time, you're on a journey, just sit down. But the two that stick out, the two tracks that stick out, the one in particular, the first one is Lost in Paris which is, uh, in fact, I'm going to play a little bit, tiny bit of it for 30 seconds, just so you can get an idea. So you get the idea, you get the idea. Um, okay, Tom, we're done. Um, so I don't get sued. Um, and then there is um, another track on it called Water Baby, featuring Loyal Karna. And Water Baby is also a brilliant track. We don't need to, need to play you clips like that. Because um, <laughs> I might get in trouble. But anyway, I just wanted to give you a sample of what it's... Anyway, as an album, it's soundtracked my year it soundtracked my honeymoon it soundtracked me going to auditions it soundtracked me going to work it soundtracked me going to have fun it soundtracked me going away from terrible situations and calming me down again it's been with me since early this year and it's incredible and it just doesn't get boring and I'm so excited about more music from him Go what you say, go on YouTube and just spend some time, especially if you are a fan of that style of music. It's a winner. Yes, so that is my album of the year, Tom Mish Geography. Incredible. So now this one. Oh, this is a bugger, as we say in the UK. What a bugger to choose. Um so yes, favourite podcast of the year obviously it's a beginner's guide to a 40 something gay man 
other than that, <laughs> there, oh I, I, I listen to a lot, a lot. My other half is also now uh, a fully fledged, signed up on the dotted line, listening to, I don't know, 10 podcasts himself in a week. There's a lot going on between us. Um, but there have been a few that I've kind of ummed and about. Um, there's one called Race Chaser, which is with the drag queens Alaska and Willem. And it's basically, it's a really, really simple podcast. And they just recap, as they would say, uh, episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race. And if you're not a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race, it might not be for you necessarily. But I know a lot of my listeners are, and we talk about it a lot. And we've had Tempest from Drag Race on, and we've had Nadia, who was judge on. So it's been a big part of of my life in the last couple of years. And um, I'm, I'm still a massive fan of the show. And there's All Stars 4 about to come out, and the reveal of the cast was amazing. I'm really excited for Latrice and Manila. Anyway, Race Chaser podcast, they just recap, recap and recap episodes and give their opinions on people and occasionally have guests from that season and they just go through each season and uh, give their thoughts and it's just a bit of fun that's that's become a favorite but um, and then also I have to say and let's not forget making gay history making gay history with Eric Marcus who was a guest on my podcast here not that long ago um, but they've just started uh, series four um and uh series four is three or four episodes in now um but uh harry hay who is somebody who i was in a play about called the temperamentals we've talked about down the line um he has uh, an interview he did with him uh, many years ago and uh that's a fascinating listen harry hay was uh the temperamentals were um the Mattershine Society. He was the leader of the Mattershine Society, which was a pre-Stonewall um, group, uh, gay liberation group. Um, I've talked about it before. This episode's way back. I'm not going to go on a bit now. Anyway, that's one I want to recommend just because he's a wonderful man, um, and um, you know we're we're friends with with and fellow friends on podcasts need to shout out each other every so often. Um, not that he needs my help. But the one that I'm going to choose is this year's winner. And it's cheered me up no end. And I've loved listening to, my goodness me, is da -da 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 -da, Table Manners with Jessie Ware and her mum. And it's just so much fun and lovely and I say I've talked about it before definitely have recommended it it's been a recommendation but I think it wins this year's ultimate podcast um they had a chat with she's now known as just Cheryl 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 Cole the singer who's been known as Cheryl Fernandez Versace Vassini Mariachi there's been a lot of names but she's now just called herself Cheryl again and I was a big fan of the band she was in there was a girl band for, for people who don't know who she is she I'm so, you probably do 
most of my listeners, but some from further afield may not know. She was in a girl band called Girls Aloud, which I, whom I was a big fan of and still love their music. But anyway, she went so they, they all split, they split. She went solo. Um, and not all of her music has is, is been so appealing to me as Girls Aloud. But anyway, listening to her talking on um, Table Manners podcast, it made me fall in love with her because she was in a relaxed atmosphere, having dinner, having a glass of wine in a, in somebody's dining room, dining kitchen diner. I'm not quite sure. Where, where, I think they've got a kitchen diner. Anyway, just relaxing. And it's such a perfect format. Um, who else have they had this year? They had Nigella Lawson, Russell Tovey, um, Adam Buxton, brilliant people. Tracy Thorne, who I love, and did come close to choosing Tracy Thorne's album as album of the year, but, you know, there can be only one. Um, uh, yeah, just, just, it's just really fun, and also you can get recipe ideas from it. They're, they're talking through things as they're cooking them and kind of give you rough, I mean, rough idea of things they're chopping and cooking. And it's just so pleasant to listen to, um, especially when they talk to somebody like Nigella, who was kind of like, well, you know, I'm not that specific about weights and measurements, which was kind of a relief to hear. Um, and it's not just about cook. It's not a cookery website. It just happens to be that that's the basis. They cook the dinner usually while the guest is there, and then they serve the dinner and eat the dinner whilst talking to the guest. Um, and that's just kind of. It's just. It's actually really. It can be really fun, and it can be really cozy. It can be really quite fascinating. Um, so, pff, I love it, and I love Jessie Ware. Jessie Ware is also a singer and who I love a lot of her music by chance. But her and her mum, they do Friday... It's kind of like a Friday night dinner scenario, and they just have such a brilliant rapport. Um, And sometimes they get on each other's nerves. They piss each other off. And that's fun too, just to hear mum and daughter just being very real with each other. Anyway, I've waffled about it for ages. Go... When you've listened, finished listening to this, go and have a listen to that and download and subscribe. It's a winner. So next, we're going to talk about theatre show. And do you know what? It's got to be this year. It's just an easy one. It's Hamilton. I I haven't been to the theatre as much as I would like to this year. And there were probably a couple of months of the year where I was actually avoiding it um i've been to see lots of friends in things and always proud of my friends regardless of the show kind of even if it's not the best show in the world i'm so happy to see people getting up and doing it and trying and working hard but yeah and there were a couple of months where i was avoiding it i'm going to be honest with you um i just needed to not have my head in it and was uh, I wasn't sure what I was doing with the whole concept of theatre. Anyway, we've moved on. But, however, the show that blew me away, as you all know if you've listened to me for more than five podcasts, is Hamilton. Incredible. Just powerful, emotional. I cried three times during it. It's a rap musical. Who knew I was going to be in floods three times? It's just so clever 
and fun and moving and I mean you know in a bit of a history lesson um, it's definitely been a history lesson for a lot of uh, I know that schools in the US are taking people to see it I'm not sure if that's happening here in the UK because some of the politics and some of the history political history is is probably one step too far for some schools to to, to, to I don't know it's probably not in the curriculum um, wasn't in the curriculum when I was at school. Maybe it's become part of, maybe Hamilton is bringing that to our schools. I don't know. Let me know if you know. Um, but it's just so tight, amazing choreography, um, spectacular, and the pacing of it. That's one of the things, It's it, it just doesn't, the pace doesn't stop. It doesn't drop. It's just at you all the time and your heart is beating fast throughout it's exciting it's beautiful i have seen watched the original london cast there's another cast about to come in i believe it's it's time for handover um for a lot of people uh moving on after a while but if you haven't seen it in if you're in the uk get yourself down to london and do it 100 percent don't don't bother with Lemis, Wicked, anything else. Not at the moment. That's the show to see. Get your tickets, even if you have to wait for months and months and months or years to get in there. Just do it. Just do it. Hamilton wins for me. Now, television. God, I'm not going to go on too much about, because I know I've waffled on and on <laughs> since podcast one about what I love to watch on TV. And I know that's kind of a common thing for for people like me to talk. I don't mean I don't mean sexuality wise. I mean people who have the same kind of interests in the world as me to to become quite and I'm quite obsessive about if I if I love a thing, I really love a thing. Um as my husband will tell you. <laughs> but no, I have to I have to Obviously, The Walking Dead remains, it's, it's definitely back on top again at the moment. Very exciting. Um, I don't want to say much because you might be way behind and you might still be following it and you're just a few episodes behind or you're a season behind. So I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's been very, this current season has been, so far, we're not even halfway through, has been extremely momentous very adventurous and quite brilliant again and I've never fallen in love fallen out of love with it lots of people did but it's back on top um incredible acting and writing everything's back it's back 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 it's back 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 again baby so it go for it walking dead would be but this year killing eve came into the world via bbc bbc america and I mentioned it already. And oh my God. It's just beautiful, beautiful, clever, funny, witty, sharp dialogue. The sets are amazing. There is uh, the costuming. It just, um, and, and Sandra O oh and Jodie Cromer are just bloody brilliant the whole cast is bloody brilliant it's so well cast um 
Phoebe Waller has just done incredible things uh, with the script. Um, her humour, if you haven't seen Fleabag, you should go and discover that. But oh my goodness me, it's just a piece of genius television and you can sit down and watch it in I'm sure you can do it in a couple of nights or just if you've got a weekend free sit down get yourself a bottle of wine some popcorn have a weekend in especially now the nights are drawing in blah 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 it was just lightning a moment ago get yourself in front of your television your laptop whatever however you watch these things and BBC uh, in the UK I believe it's still on iPlayer um, BBC America I don't know how I'm sure BBC America has an iPlayer too anyway it's available somewhere and if it's probably it's maybe it's even on Netflix over in uh, other parts of the world but anyway if you haven't watched it yet you must 100% and again I wish I could say more without spoilers but I think even though Walking Dead will stay with me forever Yep, Killing Eve wins that one. An event of the year, other than my own wedding and, you know, positive event of the year. Do you know what? This summer having the football, and I know I said this if you were listening to me in the summer, it was just such a great unifying experience. I'm sure there were negatives. I didn't see any negatives, though. I have to say, everybody was so... There was so much togetherness people getting on with each other strangers talking to each other that haven't probably spoken to a strangers since perhaps um but just so wonderful to see people in the streets just having a good time and and not just because they were a little bit drunk but also because it was it was it was a bit of an experience um and it kind of makes me look forward to another world cup and i'm not a massive football fan i'm not a football fan but i was totally drawn in and i have to say that was as far as kind of as i say outside of personal stuff event of the year my goodness yeah it was the world cup so yay football so that sums up 2018 so far and yes i know it's not done yet but I don't think I'm going to change and waver on the any of those choices at the moment. If I do, I'll let you know uh, in other podcasts. But um, yeah, those are actually my recommendations, my year recommendations this, this week. Um, go and definitely discover those because I know you probably don't always have the time to, to, to go and listen, watch, view, visit any of my recommendations. You can't do them all. Um, but those ones I'd say definitely give a go you can't see the football because that's happened but as far as all the other things treat them as recommendations but it has been apart from losing my mum it's been an amazing year Um, and I'm really looking forward to the end of the year um, with a new bunch of people who I'm very excited to be hanging out with um, in a new part of the world that I don't know very well um and uh, there's lots of really good fun people that i have already got booked for 
2019. That seems to be weird to be saying that already. So there's a lot ahead there. But anyway, this is just while I think of it. This is any other business while I think of it. But really, just to say thank you. Thank you so much. Um, anything that comes in now, the podcasts to come will be bright, breezy and jolly from here on in um, as we start to get in the Christmas mood. So, team, thank you so much for listening. As I say, a bit shorter and sweet, probably about 40 minutes this particular week. Um, As I say, please do tell me the favourite things, your favourite albums, podcasts, films, television, theatre, anything that you have that you would like to share, I would like to hear. Please, 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 please let me know. Anyway, there's loads of fun stuff to come. Thank you for joining me again. Keep subscribing and look forward. And I look forward to sharing some Christmas treats with you in the next few weeks. All right, gang. Cheers. Bye. (laughs) 